listening to the Learning to Believe Again podcast with your host, Brittany Bexton. Where do you begin when you're learning to believe again? Hi, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I just want to share something that the Lord has really been putting on my heart recently as I've kind of walked out this word in my own life a bit, but I want to talk about pruning and closing doors that need to be closed so that God's blessings can flow. So what does that look like? There are a couple of verses that I want to reference for today's episode. One of those verses is in John 15, and it's actually John 15, 1 and 2. So John 15, 1 and 2 says, I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes, so that it will be even more fruitful. So in there, obviously that is symbolic, but we see that things that don't bear fruit need to be cut off of our lives. Even things in our hearts that aren't right, maybe there's an insecurity that needs to be cut off because that cannot bear fruit. Maybe there is a trauma that needs to be healed and cut off because that does not bear fruit. But what we see here is that God prunes our lives and he does that with us. We do that in partnership with him a lot of the time. So our lives are pruned of things that do not belong. The other scripture that I am referencing, or I guess I should say the other scripture that I am rooting this podcast episode in is Isaiah twenty-two twenty-two. It says, I will give him the key to the house of David the highest position in the royal court. When he opens doors, no one will be able to close them. When he closes doors, no one will be able to open them. So that is referring to doors in our lives of opportunity, blessing, those kind of things, and even of promises. So there are doors that we open and that God opens with us that lead to blessings and promises and good things. But there are also doors in our lives that need to be shut. We need to shut the door to the enemy. We need to shut the door to the wrong things and open the doors to the right things. And that is a really good prayer to pray to. God, help me to shut the doors that are the wrong things and help me to open the doors that are the right things. Or just ask him to do it. But we also have a role to play in this. Because we do have some authority in Christ. And we are supposed to make choices and changes in our lives that align with what God really has for us. Now, he might help us to discern those things. And he will give us the strength to close doors that we need to, that we have maybe struggled to close. You know, people that struggle with addiction which many people struggle with in some way or another. So let's just say drug addiction in this sense. Someone that struggles with drug addiction needs to close that door, but they might need help and strength from God. They likely will need help and strength from God. That is not something that someone can just do on their own easily and instantly. 
So God is there to help with those things, but we also have to partner with him. We have to make the choice. We have to take the steps. So that's mostly what I'm going to be talking about tonight. And I just felt weight on this like it was something that I was supposed to share. This last weekend, I closed out a chapter in my life that, though a brief chapter, really seemed like a blessing from God initially. But how many of you know that sometimes things that look like blessings or maybe even seem like the right things or good things are not always the right thing? So sometimes we have good things that are not the right thing. And when we have good things that aren't God things, it's actually not right and it's not good, not long term. It might seem good in a moment. It might be an opportunity. We don't look at opportunities as bad, but if it's the wrong opportunity, it won't be good long term. And we see this a lot of the time too with counterfeit things. So God creates things, the enemy counterfeits things. So God creates blessings and good things for us, but the enemy will always try to send a counterfeit. What is an example of this in scripture? Well, an example would be Abraham with Ishmael. Now, if you're not familiar with that story, God told Abraham that he would have a son and he would be the father of many nations and his descendants would be far more numerous than the stars. But Abraham was an old man and his wife was an old woman. And he had to wait on this promise from God. And he kept waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And at some point, Abraham felt like he needed to take things into his own hands. Because he didn't believe that his wife could bear children because she was an old woman. So his wife actually came up with this idea because she wanted this promise fulfilled too. And she suggested to him that he sleep with their servant so that she could bear him a son. So Abraham went along with this and did, and she did bear him a son, Ishmael. The thing is that Ishmael was not the promise from God. Ishmael was a counterfeit. So even though it wasn't right, God still gave Abraham his promise later on. God gave him his promised son of Isaac. So even though, even though Abraham totally messed up having Ishmael, God still fulfilled the promise that he had given him because God doesn't lie. God fulfills his promises to us. So God promised him a son from his wife, Sarah. And God fulfilled that promise through Isaac. But even so, Ishmael was a counterfeit of that promise. So God didn't punish Abraham for it, but there were some consequences of that. Now, Abraham didn't realize he was going against God in the moment. He didn't realize that he was walking into a counterfeit. You know, it seemed like a good idea. Sarah was an old woman. Abraham was an old man. Their servant was a young woman, at least young enough to bear children. It made sense logically but it was not right spiritually and it did not bring blessing into his life. In fact, they say that Ishmael is a whole grouping of people that then became enemies of the Israelites, which is, you know, Isaac's descendants because of jealousy between the brothers because Ishmael felt rejected. Well, understandably so. He was the servant's son and actually... 
Sarah got jealous and didn't want them living with them anymore. So it was, it brought some chaos because it was a counterfeit. So we've all at some point or another in our lives experienced counterfeits that seemed maybe in the moment like the right thing or the right blessing or a blessing, but they were actually counterfeits. Because again, God gives blessings and good gifts, but the enemy gives counterfeits. And the enemy will try to counterfeit whatever God is doing or creating. Because if the enemy can distract us with a counterfeit, he can actually keep the blessings that are meant for our lives from flowing. Because we need to release counterfeits and close wrong doors so that we can open and walk through and flow in right doors and receive good blessings. Or as John 15 says, we need to cut off the dead branches so that we can bear fruit. We need to prune so that we can continue to bear good fruit because a tree that has a bunch of dead branches that are sitting there cannot bear fruit as fruitfully, but they aren't as fruitful as a tree that's been properly pruned because the tree has to give energy to those dead branches that are not producing fruit instead of being able to give energy to the branches that are producing fruit and causing them to produce more. Well, our lives are the same way. So this last weekend, I went down to Florida to close out a chapter in my life that was a pretty quick chapter, and it definitely seemed like a blessing. It was an opportunity for me and a business partner to have a secondary property down there, and it was an investment property. And, you know, there were some things we did gain out of it, at least initially, you know, There were lots of adventures, but ultimately it ended up not being the God choice, the right thing. Did it look like a good thing? It absolutely did, but it ended up not bringing blessings. It actually brought a whole bunch of distraction and stress. And because of the way that property was managed and where it was and a number of other things, it just wasn't the blessing that it was meant to be or that we thought that it was going to be is a better way to put it. Now, God had talked to me about having some property down there or a beach property. So when it came about, it felt like the right thing to me. But I really believe that it was a counterfeit of what he actually is going to do long term. So long story short, we just dealt with a lot of challenges, a lot of difficulties. So it wasn't a financial blessing the way it should have been. And from beginning to end of that particular chapter, we just dealt with crazy, crazy challenges one after another after another. I mean, to the point that some people really felt like there was major demonic stuff attached to the house as far as like spiritual attacks. So We made the decision last year, actually, yes, last year, we made the decision last year to sell the house because we were like, this is crazy. We've had nothing but problems. Have we broken even a number of times? Yes. Have we made a little bit of money here and there? A little bit, you know, (laughs) but it has not been what it was supposed to be. And we didn't see that shifting. We gave it some time. We didn't see it shifting. So we sold the house. Thankfully, And because God is gracious and he gave us favor, we were able to break even basically like, you know, make the money back that was put down. But we closed that chapter. 
The thing is that as we closed that chapter, we weren't able to close it fully. You see, we had an entire house full of furniture that I wasn't able to deal with or sell when we closed the house. It had to be a really quick trip. So all of that furniture was put into storage down in Florida. Well, God has been wanting me to go down and close out that storage unit for months. And guess what happened? Like any counterfeit or dead branch, it was draining. It was draining energy and it was draining blessing. So where I could have been fruitful in other areas, it was actually taking from me. What do I mean? Well, obviously I'm not giving energy to a storage unit, but as long as that was there, that was something I needed to do and handle and clear out. So that was there hanging over my head. So that's one thing, some mental energy. Two, I was having to pay for a storage unit every month. Now that is financial blessing that was being drained into a dead branch because I didn't need that furniture anymore and I certainly didn't need to pay for something that I didn't need anymore. And I was paying monthly and it wasn't it wasn't cheap, you know? It was a good amount of money. I could have had a lot of very lovely spa treatments for the amount of money that got put into that storage unit, you know? And then I could have been refreshed to have more blessings, I know. Kind of a silly analogy, but I just thought, you know, there are so many things that we think are extravagant, but where are you being drained? Where is your energy being given to something that is no longer alive, that isn't a blessing to you anymore, that in fact is draining things from you, draining you financially, draining you mentally, draining you emotionally? What are the dead branches? What are those doors to the enemy that need to be closed? Because when we prune those things, we receive the blessings that we're meant to have. So that had been draining financially, taking things from me that could have been invested into other places. You know, I think about, it was a little over $100 a month. Think about what you could do with $100. How much could $100 bless somebody? It could bless a mother who is single and just left an abusive situation by helping them cover a bill or two or three. That could have put food on the table for a family of four that was struggling. That money could have bought me some luxuries that allowed for relaxation and refreshing. That money could have been invested into promotion or advertisement for my business. You know, there are things that that money could have been put to, but instead they were being drained into an area that wasn't life-producing anymore. So... I knew that I needed to go down and deal with this and close out the storage unit, but the holidays were crazy, so I wanted to go down in December. It didn't happen. I wanted to go down in January, but January I was working so hard on all these things. So here I had all of these things that I'd been working on, but I still had this dead branch that needed to be pruned and that door that needed to be closed in finality. So I finally went down this weekend, and I did just that. I closed out that chapter. And you know what? God gave me favor the whole way. We got down there. We were able to enjoy some really nice meals. I sold 98% of what was in that storage unit on the trip. I only have a few items that still need to be sold and gotten rid of. And I, you know what? 
to be honest, I sold things pretty dirt cheap because I just wanted to close that chapter and cover the expenses of going down there, the storage unit, and moving everything. But I was able to help so many people in doing that. You know, the things that I had in what was a dead branch to me and in that storage unit were actually things that were blessings for other people. So there was a family that I was able to bless with pretty much an entire main house full of stuff. They got couches, they got a coffee table, they got a dining set, they got a rug, they got a storage cube, and she was able to furnish her daughter's entire place, basically, with what she got from my storage unit. And she was able to do it for the less than the price of one couch, okay? So I was able to bless that family. Her daughter has a blessing of furniture in a new place. There were other people that were actually opening Airbnbs like I had. And, you know, I hadn't been able to find any of that furniture or artwork or other things anywhere but in main stores for retail price. But I was able to bless these people by giving them some wisdom about my experience, but also by giving them some things that would have cost them a lot more money had they had to buy them themselves, you know? I was able to bless them with those things. There were some things that were gifted to me for that house, you know, that I took off other people's hands and I was able to re-gift them to others. They had just been sitting there, held up blessings. Blessings that I got to pour out to other people. But you know what? That trip, closing that chapter, was a blessing to me too. God gave me divine appointments with people that I was able to encourage and pray for. God allowed me to minister in those ways and bless me with new connections. And I can't explain it exactly, but God spoke to me this entire trip. And the entire trip, I just felt him reminding me of the promises that he has for me. And in that, I felt him saying, I am pouring out the blessings Because now that you have closed that wrong door, I can pour the blessings through the right door. If I had poured them out before, they could have been drained into the wrong door. They could have been drained into the wrong place. They could have been misused. But now that you have closed that chapter, that you have closed that wrong door, that you have cut off that dead branch, my blessings can flow freely. So I wanted to encourage you with that because I feel like that is a word for you, not just for me. God is calling us to close the wrong doors this year. Those can be a number of things. Where are the counterfeits in your life? What are the things that have been draining you of life, of energy, that have been draining you emotionally, mentally, financially? Look at those areas. Some things in our lives need nurturing, like the branches that do produce fruit. We still have to prune things off of the branches that produce fruit so that they can produce more fruit. But then there are things in our lives that are actually the counterfeits. They're just dead branches. They don't produce fruit. They drain us of life. They drain us of energy. They drain us of time, of money, of blessings. They drain us emotionally and mentally, and we need to say no more and cut off the dead branches that do not produce fruit and have been draining us. 
because we want to be able to freely receive the blessings that God has for us. And we want to be able to produce all of the good fruit that God has for us. Isaac was not the counterfeit. Isaac was the promised son and nothing but blessing came from Isaac. Ishmael was a counterfeit. That counterfeit and that wrong choice that Abraham made did not keep God from fulfilling his promise to Abraham of Isaac, but it did cause challenges. It caused issues within his home and it caused issues long-term. So we have the ability to close the wrong doors. We have the ability to cut off the wrong branches. And sometimes, most of the time, I will, you know what? I'm just going to say all the time, we need God's help doing that. But we ultimately get to partner with him in making the choice. And he guides us in how, and he gives us the strength that we need. So with that, I want to leave you with this tonight. It's a question. What are the dead branches in your lives that need to be pruned? What doors need to be closed? What wrong doors need to be closed? Where are there counterfeits where you need to close the door so that God's blessings can freely flow to you? Now, I am not saying that if God has given you a specific promise, you should just give up on it because it's draining you emotionally and waiting. That is not the way it works. Abraham had to wait on the promise of Isaac. I guarantee there were days when Abraham ached and cried and wondered why God delayed that promise. It wasn't always easy, but that wasn't emotionally draining. God was building character in Abraham and faith. And God did fulfill that promise, but that was a promise directly from God. Ishmael, on the other hand, was a counterfeit, and that did drain Abraham's family mentally and emotionally so much so that they had to remove his servant and her son, also his son, from their home because it was causing strife in the home. So talk to God this week. Spend some time with him. Ask him, where are there areas that you need pruning in your life? Where there are areas that you need to cut off dead branches? And where there are doors that were counterfeits, or chapters that are no longer beneficial to you that need to be closed, ask him where those things are and close the door to the wrong things. Prune the dead branches off. See, I had already closed that chapter, but there were still dead branches attached to it, and I needed to fully close the door and lock it so that I could move forward and blessings could freely flow. So God's saying today, as you close the wrong doors, I will open the right ones and I will allow the blessings that I have promised you to freely flow into your life. I've already experienced some small blessings coming my way and God has already shown me that he's working. Things that were held up have shifted. So what in your life do you need a shift in? And how can you partner with God today to take that step to close wrong doors so that he can freely bring you blessings? You see, as we take those steps and we do the next thing that he told us to do, and we close wrong doors and we close chapters to things that we are not meant to be in, to counterfeits, well, guess what? 
God blesses us. And as we close things, we can focus our energy on what is truly good and truly right and truly of God. So I just want to encourage you with that this week. Close the wrong doors. Cut off the dead branches. Prune the branches that produce fruit. Partner with God in doing this. And watch his blessings freely flow. Those things that have been held up are going to come to you because you finally closed the wrong doors. I hope that encourages you. I love you all. Have a wonderful week, and I will talk to you next week. Where do you begin?